Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We're both called Matt. But we're not to be walked over. Yes! yes! Woo, 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 woo. natural that time, didn't it? Yeah, Unapologetic, yeah. direct, confident. <laughs> Clear of mind and pure of heart. <laughs> Wallop. That's your yeah. catchphrase, pal. There we go. Sorted. And what a show we have for you today, including not only the thrills and spills of an incredible afternoon in the Premier League, but also Harry Kane, Steve yes. Bruce. Oh. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, so, so Roy Keane. Yeah, some really good... I mean, we normally have the man of a thousand voices, 40, on the show. Now we've got another man of a thousand voices. So now we've got 2,000 voices yeah. on this show. I mean, if yeah. I'm, I'm a man of a, a thousand, <laughs> Alistair McGowan, who joins us today, is a man of, like, 10,000. 10,000. OK, so we've got 12,000 voices on this podcast for you. Is that right? Or is that 11,000? Oh, right. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, actually. Yeah, yes. would be, yeah. Oh, I just, just check my workings. Yeah, it's 11,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's 11,000. <laughs> uh, it's our final answer. Um, Matt, we're not here for maths, we're here for football. Uh, and my word, so many goals in the Premier League today. It's an absolute thriller. Some wonderful stories, some wonderful voices. We hope you enjoyed the show. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. An action pack afternoon of football and here to preview it the tightly packed Matt Dyson <laughs> thank you it's, it's, it's the day before Halloween and after inflicting one of Man United's biggest ever horror shows at Old Trafford last week Jürgen's Liverpool are planning to massacre another foe this afternoon Klopp the puppet master the German Jadderman <laughs> putting the fear of God into teams all over the land his side face Brighton at home this afternoon at three with the Anfield Anubis Mo Salah can Continuing to embalm defences, he's already scored for a club record 10 games in a row. Will the Egyptian king make it 11 today? Probably. Meanwhile, the man with the smallest shin pads in the business, Nabi Keita, is fit to play. He was spotted wearing the matchbox-sized padding during Liverpool's recent win at Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. Not sure what was going on. Maybe they shrunk in the wash. Maybe it's a little pin of mints that he keeps in his socks so he stays fresh during a game. We may never know. We used to think Jack Grealish had the smallest shin pads yeah. in the Premier League, but we've since realised that was just a scale issue because of his massive calf muscles. Those, those huge leg balloons. I thought balloons. you were going to say something else. <laughs> those huge leg balloons would make any shin pads look tiny in comparison. Ghoulish Jackie Grealish and his Haribo Cup trick-or-treaters. Man City are at home to Crystal Palace, having lost their first League Cup game in 1,827 days on penalties at West Ham in midweek. All of the top three are in action on rock and roll football this afternoon as old money Chelsea are away at new money Newcastle but at this stage in their development a trip to the tune shouldn't trouble Thomas Tuchel's table toppers too much. Elsewhere Southampton travel to Elton John's man cave to take on Watford and Burnley are at home to Brentford. We'll have all the goals in the Championship and the Scottish Premiership as well. Plus in the National League after their win at Stockport last week our glory hunting allegiances switch to the mighty Magpie and it's a tough trip to Blundell Park for Notts County. Away at Table Toppers Grimsby, putting the grim into its grim up north. The Mariners versus the Magpies. It's the sort of grassroots grudge match we're here for on a wet and windy afternoon in October. Can Ian Birchnell's boys from Meadow Lane relive the glory days of Gary Land, Tommy Johnson, Steve Cheddar, and Gary McSwiggan? 
Jason, the timing of these is incredible. We don't talk about it often enough. You nail it week in, week out now. I can sort of sense it now. It's like a sixth sense I have for when the, the, when the music's going to stop. You must be so proud of yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am, I suppose, yeah. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The championship, Matt Dyson. Yes, a third for Fulham and a hat-trick for Mitrovic. Unbelievable. Uh, Fulham beating West Brom 3-0. West Brom had a player sent off on the 70th minute. Now Fulham have had a player sent off as well. Ten man each, but Fulham winning 3-0. Poor Frank. I bet he's there. Yeah, oh yeah. Wait, he will Fulham, be, won't he? Just around the corner. Oh, no, oh. He will. oh, he will be. It's not, I'll go happy. to that, you know, because <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's near the river. Oh, I can get home quite easily. It's turned into a terrible day. Yeah. Oh, no. Where's the doer? Oh, I'm gonna... oh, man. Oh, it's terrible when it's like that. Now, you mentioned something in your grandstand that took me back. The Judder Man. Ah, yes, the Judder Man. Beware the Judder Man when the moon is fat. <laughs> yes, that's right. It was for, yeah. it was for an Alco pop it called was. Mets. That is it, Mets. Yeah, I don't know if anyone remembers it. If you remember Mets, text us on 8 12, 15. It can't have been anyone's favourite drink because he's not around anymore. But that no. was, there was a period in British history where basically it, well, it was like Alco pops, wasn't it? It was Tropical Reef. Yes. Hooch. Hooch. Hooch was the big one, wasn't it? That led the way. There was something like Mets. Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice, big, Ice that was yeah, it. Yeah. I think that was quite similar to Mets. I mean, I never really drank them that much, but, you know, you try them every now and again. And uh, Mets, but Mets threw, threw all their budget at this advertising campaign, and it was it was like Nosferatu. It was like a really scary, gothic horror film. It was absolutely... Pe- I thought, well, I can't drink that. It's going to make me ill, you know. Just yeah. like, <laughs> Obviously, if you drink enough of it, it will. But it was, yeah. uh, it was such a, a bizarre ad campaign, because it was... It was it scared you. <laughs> it really was. It was a very scary, and there was a series of them all about the Judder Man, and he was yeah, but for, it had no connection to really going out and getting off your face on alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> getting off your face, drinking responsibly, drinking I think is what you mean. Um, Sorry, yeah. But Texas eight twelve fifteen. Do you remember the? And also, I mean, there were some terrible adverts. Like it's such a weird decision to go. We're going to make an advert that's going to scare people and that will make them want to consume our drink. Yeah, it's a strange notion, isn't it, that? I've never thought I want a drink that scares me. Would you fancy going out tonight and getting really scared? (laughs) Five pints of absolutely petrified, please. (laughs) Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. In the Championship, Fulham beat West Brom 3-0. Doesn't make Forrest's uh, defeat to Fulham look too bad now, does it? Exactly. They've they've actually battered West Brom as well. After our heroics last night, another late goal for Forrest in the one-all draw with QPR. Very exciting to be a Forrest fan at the moment. And I was there. Yes, you were. I went. Amazing. Amazing. First time I've watched Forrest play live for about two years. Oh, how was it? Bonkers! It was brilliant. <laughs> I was in the away end behind the goals. When the goal went in, obviously, right at the end. I mean, these flares that people set off. Yes, I saw a picture. You sent me a picture of you surrounded by red smoke. It was literally... Oh. The, the bloke behind us set it off. 
They smell. So, I mean, you see them. You know when you see it elsewhere, you go, oh, that looks really yeah. cool. When it's near it you, it's... cool. Yeah, it's not cool at all, by the way. You have to breathe eggs. in. It yeah. smells of eggs. Uh, does it? Oh, it's eggy. Oh, it's eggy. It's eggy. I thought it might smell like a sort of nice fireworky type of smell, but no. Oh, that's it's a little bit of that. It's got a kind of chalky egginess to it. It's absolutely <laughs> horrible. Yeah. I don't know why they can't make them smell of, like, lemonade or something. Or well, it's just a little gap mint. in the market there, Fordy, isn't there? Flavoured flares. Flavoured flares. Flavoured flares of football matches. Yeah. <laughs> Flavoured flares. Like, flavour flav. <laughs> Maybe flay, he'd, yeah. be, he'd have to be the guy to do it. Oh, he'd have to be, yeah. I'm sure we could get him, yeah. Uh, to be the face of flavoured flares. <laughs> uh, it also obscures your view a bit, doesn't it? Am I imagine? Like it's Smoke. Fog. Oh, yeah, famously, like the, yeah. The flare, yeah, no, the flare, the red flare. Like, yeah. You can't see, it stinks of eggs. It doesn't sound great, does it? No, no, no. I mean, it's a terrible hobby that some people have developed for like, <laughs> pirates. What's your new hobby? Oh, I take flares to football. Oh, <laughs> flares been out in the 70s, mate. <laughs> Not those sort of flares. <laughs> Mild flesh smell of eggs, but that's a different. That's another. That's another matter entirely. Um, now, um, people are getting in touch about the Judder Man, which if you never oh, yeah. seen the advert, this is how. This is the audio from it. Beware the Judder Man, my dear, when the moon is fat. Yeah, three of those, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, what? That really good. What? Yeah. <laughs> three pints of nightmare, please. <laughs> I guess it's Halloween weekend, but lots of people getting in touch who loved Mets. Dyson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mets, the schnapps-based Alcopop. Thanks for the horrifying memories, says Evil Gavin Redding. He's been, I knew Evil Gav would be a, a Mets kind of guy. Um, <laughs> Mets. <laughs> Mets two for two pounds in local <laughs> nightclubs for years. Oh, yeah. Wow. Grip. Wow. Someone, someone's saying that Castaway led the way when it came to Alco Pops, and that's a good point, actually. Castaway was quite big, wasn't it? I think if you mixed it with another drink, you created a blast away, I seem to recall. What? I mean, really not behavior that we'd recommend in any way. No, uh, we don't. Frankly, no. quite dangerous. Uh, yeah, it was like a sort of snake bite, but it was called a blast away. I mean, why oh. do they have to have these such fearsome names? What's wrong with a pint of mine? Mild. Yeah, exactly. One yeah. pint of mild, a plate of mashed potato, and an early night. That's more than enough, thank you. And no scary judder men. Previously on Glory Hunters. How would you sum up the experience of being a Stockport fan? Is it kind of misery, or is it uh, something else? You know when you're, when you're a teenager and your mates are all going out drinking at work? Yeah. It, it feels like It's like <laughs> my mates are all, are all out drinking like eight... Fucker pops with David Platt from Coronation Street, <laughs> and like we're, we're just stuck stacking shelves. Oh man, you're playing Knox County today. Obviously, we, we supported you last week, but we're Dyson and I are both Nottingham boys, so we're, we're feeling slightly torn today. What do you think is going to happen? It's a nightmare for you, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> but look, looking at me in form and the way both teams play, it's got nil running all over it. So I think you'll be back supporting us again next week. on Rock and Roll Football. There's a goal in the game that we're following, yes. Dyson! Oh, but it means we might have to switch teams, potentially, because Stockport are losing. Oh, you are not going to believe this, Matt Dyson! Not good news for our boys, Stockport, unfortunately. They're now losing 2-0 at Notts County, meaning it's looking highly likely that we'll be supporting you pays from now on in the glory. I can't believe it. That's what happens. This is what's great about sport and about radio is we started this in an entirely random fashion. We're going to end up supporting Notts County. Yeah, from Wrexham to, to Meadow Lane. What a journey we've been on. 
Well, the journey continues today because we are supporting Notts County, two boys from Nottingham, this randomised trial, and here we are, Dyson. Yeah, I know, I'm excited, I'm loving it, but it's a tough game for them away. The Grimsby are top of the table in the National League, it's a really big ask. We could be supporting Grimsby, another team who wear black and white stripes next week. Now, some people might be surprised that we like Notts County, but just to explain to people, for Forest, our big rivals are Derby, and then it's Leicester and then Sheffield United. Now, Notts County don't like us very much, but it was never really reciprocated as a rivalry, was it? No, no, there's no real hatred. I sort of, they're sort of like a nice little younger brother to us, really, aren't they? And they hate it when we <laughs> say that. That's, that. The wor- yeah, yeah. that's the worst thing. They wish we hated them, but we just don't. Yeah, we really, yeah. really like them. Have you ever been to watch Canter? Uh, yeah, I went to Meadow Lane a few times as a kid. I mean, I was already a Forest fan, but I, one, I once went down to watch them at Wembley when Neil Warnock was in charge in a playoff final against Brighton. And me and my mate Cobb went there because his dad Jim had tickets. You and your mate um, who? My mate Cobb Simon. He's really Cobb? Simon. So, yeah, we call him Cobb. He's been called Cobb for years. Why is he called uh, Cobb? Um, oh, his surname's Collins, and it sounds like a German town called Koblenz, which we learnt about in German. Class. Wow. So, okay. So one, of, one of the lads at school gave him the nickname Cobb, and it stuck. But nice. we went down to, I went to watch Notts County at Wembley. So, I mean, I, I sort of, I'm quite familiar with them. I used to, they used to be quite a big team back in the 80s. I used to, when I was a student, I would steward at County, and it was like, oh. I think it was like 20 quid cash in hand or something like that. Oh, nice. There was no one there, so you just got paid to watch a game of football. It never clashed with Forest home games, so the season to get Forest, yes. me and my mate who was a County great fan. Idea. Oh, it was great. But it was just like the away end we were on, because we were young lads. Uh. So when it was Plymouth or Sheffield Wednesday, and they brought loads of people, it was petrifying. Yeah, yeah. And I just wasn't yeah. qualified. No, yeah. So what did you have to like actual deal with like football supporters? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I remember <laughs> so I had a bit of a quiff going on at the time and my mate had a big nose and like uh, away <laughs> fans. I think it was like Plymouth or Shimmy Wedge were going to me, Elvis, give us a wave, Elvis. Oh. And then I'd wave and then they'd go to my mate, Gonzo, give us a wave. <laughs> I was like, Oh I can't believe you know, because obviously oh. I've been in a, a football stadium where like people start picking on stewards and you're like Yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah. it's ha- you know. I've got to tell you, it's a heck of a rush when it happens. <laughs> Did you give him a wave? Yeah, I've never felt yeah, so nice. alive. I mean, there must have been two or 3,000 people in that stand. I absolutely smashed it. It's one of the best gigs I've ever had. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I apologise in advance, but we're going to have to talk about that Paul Scholes video. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I suppose we should, shouldn't we, really? So for people who haven't seen it, Dyson, how would you describe it? Uh, Well, his daughter put it on her Instagram uh, saying it was true love, uh, having your father chew your big toenail off, which I think is what's going on there. Yeah, it's a video of Paul Scholes <laughs> cradling his daughter, do- and his daughter's like adult age, what's she, 20 on? Yeah, she's in her 20s, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's chewing her big toenail. Yeah, like really. like in a way that sort of like they do on David Adam. You know when like yes, yeah, primates yeah, like, groom each other, like when they're picking yeah, ticks off their backs. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just very, like, <laughs> very reminiscent of that sort of grooming their young, like sort of just yeah. I get. You know, <laughs> families are different, right? But of all the like the the toenail, like what? No, I know. Yeah. It's so weird. 
I mean, it is weird. I mean, that's... I mean, I would never even consider doing that. I don't even like cutting my children's toenails with nail scissors for fear of injuring them, let alone biting them off. I mean, that's just bizarre. I mean, it is bizarre. And, and especially, like, once she's grown... It's just very, very, very strange. <laughs> yeah. uh, unless we're wrong, you know, text us on 8 12, 15, does your dad chew your toenails? Yeah, yeah that, I'd love to get a caller on, someone whose dad chews their toenails. Yeah, or a dad, maybe. And got... they're in their 20s, yeah, or if you're a toenail chewer. Yeah, are you right. a toenail chewer? Oh, indeed, <laughs> if you just have a terrible habit, like, what is your weirdest <laughs> habit? Dyson, do you have any weird habits? Uh, I asked my daughter, my oldest daughter yesterday, what my weird habits were, and the first, she said straight away, Plucking your nose hairs while you're driving. What? Uh, yeah, what? That, I mean, yeah, what? I think that's fairly normal. But, you know... I think it's fairly illegal. <laughs> it's, no, it's not illegal. It's not illegal. I've, only, I've got one hand on the wheel, and then the other hand is just... Because, you know, when they grow and they sort of protrude from your nostrils, and you really got to get rid of them. And it's just not a nice thing for my family to watch. It's not <laughs> so a nice thing for the, the country car. to hear about. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Well, you asked. I did ask. Yeah. I did ask. <laughs> so, Texas on 8, 12, 15... Can you beat that? Can you beat Paul Skulls chewing his daughter's toenails off or Matt Dyson picking his nose hair while driving? Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. We're talking about weird habits and mm. I think you feel that I misrepresented you, Matt, and I, I just <laughs> want to give you a right yeah. to reply. No, it's just you said I was picking nose hairs. I wasn't picking my nose, I was plucking hairs from my nose. Okay. It's the, just the word picking is a very negative connotation okay. compared, to, um, just compared to plucking, okay. which is, I suppose, not nice, but um, you know, yeah, not okay. as bad. Permission to approach the bench. <laughs> yes, please do, please do. Tell me the difference between picking out a nose hair and plucking a nose hair. Is there anything well, different in the technique? No, it's just... no. Well, yes, because you go in... To, you've got to go in like a pincer movement. You've got to go in thing, finger and thumb to grab the hair. Oh, grab one, now. Grab your arm. Yeah, you grab. Oh, yeah, I mean, so, so he's, he's happy to grab what with a full fist? How big are these hairs? <laughs> no, no, it's Stop just pulling like, no. up carrots. What's going on <laughs> in there? Pretty big. They're pretty big, but it's like, you know, like just uh, index finger and thumb, just create that little sort of little um, gra- grabbing movement, and that's very different to picking it. That sounds like I'm rooting around in there for other things. Uh, what, I'm like not. the remote? What? what? <laughs> How big is your nose? Look, it's very hairy. All right, you know. I mean, it's. it's so it needs a lot of preening. The problem with this, obviously, this is verging on the absolutely disgusting. So uh, apologies <laughs> to anyone who's at home being sick into their mouth. Um, I mean, my bad habits are kind of the standard guy yeah. ones, I think. I mean, I, What have you got? What have you got? You know, I, I've got... T- I mean, this sounds... This is really, really bad. <laughs> when I burp... Mm-hmm. I stick my tongue out at the end <laughs> to make it like it. It just makes it a funnier noise. Oh, to make it last longer? Does it, does it elongate the what sound? What it does or? is, so let's say, I won't do it now, obviously, because that would be disgusting, <laughs> yeah. but instead of it going like, wah, it goes wah, like that. Oh, and it just gives wow. it like a little, oh. like a kind of, um, it just makes it more musical, but obviously, I forget, you know. I spend so much time alone working from home a lot of the time and then you forget that you're around other people and you go, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm just used to basically being on my own. I'm going... Wouldn't get down well in a restaurant, I'd imagine. Oh, no. I know, but... Oh, God. I don't think I've ever done it in a restaurant. But text us on 8.12.15. What is your weirdest or, indeed, most disgusting habit? 
ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Hard Time Entertainment. We're delighted to be joined by one of the greatest impressionists that has ever lived, Alistair McGowan. Alistair, welcome to the show. What an introduction. Thank you, Matt. Well, it's so good to talk to you again. We worked together on a show a few years ago, um, and I was a massive fan of yours growing up. So I still find it really surreal that we know each other because you were such a big influence when I was growing up. Well, thank you very much. No, yeah, it's a long time ago now, 20 years ago since I had my TV series on, which seems like an age, but uh, it's nice to be remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, this is the thing, but you're still doing, like, new impressions. So this is obviously a football show. Your Harry Kane is absolutely out of this world. It's so good, it's like a magic trick. Well, that's very kind of you, Matt. Obviously, uh, it's interesting uh, doing Harry. His voice has changed a little bit over the years, and uh, now he's like, you know, uh, sounding like a bit more MLE, as they call it, you know. So there's some of those sounds like going into his uh, his accent, which is interesting. Yeah, a lot of football voices still. Football's always a big interest of mine. And yesterday, weirdly, I was doing a lot of interviews on the subject we're about to talk about. And I did one in uh, in Norwich. And for the first time, I was able, uh, in Norwich, to do my impression of Daniel Farker. I didn't know that. Uh, it was yes. very exciting to do this impression because he's such an exciting kind of guy. You know, he's working very high, very German also, obviously, because he's from there, and very fast. So it's like nobody else I've ever done before. I really enjoyed doing that, you know? Oh, so oh, good. Great. So what were your, what are your favourite football ones to do? Uh, well, being in Norwich as well, I, I was able to do my uh, Chris Sutton, which was nice. I've never done him before. Uh, that was nice to try and do that one. Whenever you hear Chris nowadays, he's normally alongside Robbie Savage. And Sabo, oh, yeah. you know, he's great to do. But I tell you what, if you're in a studio, you've got to come way back from the mic because otherwise you're going to be putting those levels over everything. <laughs> He has to shout everything as he so he's, he's definitely one of my favourites to do at the moment. Um, and so, it's, wow. it's the sheer <laughs> amount of people you can do is incredible. Like, I mean, do you, know, you know how it is, though? They, they keep changing all the time in the world of football, and that's sort of the sadness and the exciting thing. But uh, <laughs> this is a much quieter voice now. But um, somebody I was enjoying doing very much was uh, Steve oh, Bruce. And obviously yeah. now Steve, you know, he's oh. he's going to leave the game. I don't know if he's going to be used as a pundit. I'm not sure. But uh, that's the voice now which uh, maybe I've got to put away and say, OK, we're not going to get any more mileage out of that. And, uh, that, and I don't oh, think people yeah. have to think about that. When they, when they retire, they don't think about the impressionist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. Um, so the reason we're talking to you, Alison, apart from obviously getting you to these amazing impressions, is the work that you're yeah. doing with Nationwide Bank... So this is about people falling for impersonation scams. Yes, the Nationwide Building Society, in fact, uh, um, yeah. this, this survey. They've been looking into it because it, it's, a, it's a massive thing. And there's been some confusion that people think that uh, people are impersonating famous people like you and I. But they're not. I'm just a, a hook, a handy hook to hang this campaign on. Uh, but impersonations that you and I do, you know, impersonators like you and I, we do our impersonations of whoever it might be, you know, whether it's... Uh, it's Alan Shearer or whoever it might be. You know, the most we want to get out of people, Matt, you and I, we want to get a laugh out of people. That's all we want. We want to get a laugh. But there are people involved in impersonation scams who are pretending to be uh, members of uh, banks, building societies, whatever, and they want to get a lot more out of people than a laugh. They're after their money. And a lot of people, one in four of us, have been the victim of one of these scams in the last, well, over time. Uh, one in four, which is a massive number of people. It's 365, I think, 355 million pounds lost in the first half of this year wow. alone. 
355 million this first half of this year alone through these sort of scams. So it's a big issue, and the nationwide have got together to, uh, to to bring out these facts and figures, and also just to encourage people to be more vigilant. Well, that's a very important message. Alistair, I could talk to you all day. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Not at all. Have a good afternoon with the sport. Cheers, mate. See you soon. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Can't believe I haven't told you this yet, but something what? incredible happened to me last Saturday. What, what, what? So I went for dinner. Now, do you remember which TV show I got into last year and was obsessed with? Uh, the one in Benidorm, the one where... Oh, there was oh, that no, one. oh no, not the one in Benidorm, the actual glamorous one, the Housewives yes. of, of Beverly Hills, yes. was it? Yes, yes, the real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm yes. a mega fan, I'm bang up to date with it. So I go for an Italian meal with my girlfriend yeah. and her sister, and she goes, oh my God. That's Dorit. Now, if you watch... No, I've heard of Dorit. ...the Real Housewives yeah, of Beverly Hills, you will know that Dorit is one of the most glamorous of all the housewives, and she is married to PK, who is Paul Kemsley, who used to be vice chair of Spurs, and he's like Alan Sugar's yes. mate, he's been on The Apprentice and he's stuff. He's the British guy on it, isn't He's he? yes. so funny, okay. and we're always right. like, oh, my God, if you could go for a pint with anyone, we'd go for a pint with him. Now, yeah. this Italian restaurant, this wasn't like some like upmarket thing. This was like Was it normal... like a bella pasta? Well, <laughs> It wasn't quite about a pastry either. It was like, it was just like a normal Italian restaurant in London. Yeah. I was like, what? I literally ran outside to talk to him. Wow. I was like, mate, so I was such a big fan. And I just totally oh, fanboyed yes. over him. He was like, oh, cheers, mate. And then he, anyway, we got chatting. He goes, oh, what you do? I said, oh, comedian. He goes, oh, what's up? I said, oh, impressions and stuff. Anyway, li- the rest of the night, they basically were sat with him for the rest of the night. Like, he's what? out with his. I was like, I cannot believe it. Of all the places to meet, like this glamorous couple, just <laughs> like a normal. Mate, I didn't even remember this. We got, he put it on his Instagram live. No Like him way. getting me to do Boris and Trump he and stuff. He must have like, a lot of followers, hasn't he? Surely. Then Kyle Richards, who is like the queen of the Beverly Hills Housewives, like commented on it. I was like, people were messaging me going, how What? How are you out with the real Housewives of Beverly Hills? I was like, wow. I just went for a spag bowl and they were on the next table. I've never had... Any, it, I kept amazing. saying to him, it's like meeting an astronaut. It was yeah. like just completely <laughs> different. Well, I was like, what? He's like, oh, wow. it was so funny. It was one of the That's most amazing. surreal... And, like, I, I get a lot of stick for liking the real housewives of Beverly Hills, but I've got to tell you, <laughs> when you meet them, it's something else. And they were just so nice. Were they? Yeah, yeah oh, just totally wow. grounded. I was like, oh, my... Oh. It was like meeting aliens, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. they're from such a different world, yeah, even though he's from huge. London. Yeah, yeah, Man. yeah, but still. Wow, that's amazing. It's so yeah. sad. That's such a big TV show around the world, that. I mean, that's massive. It's so cool. I was like, why is no-one else in here? And obviously just like, <laughs> we're a bit sad. But, oh, man, it is one of the coolest things that has ever happened to me. I can't wow. believe I haven't told you until now. Something annoyed you this week. Need to get it off your chest? Email it to footballatabsoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roy's will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. Okay, then let's have another seance of the living. By the way, Jorginho took the penalty for Chelsea and he scored it there, winning 3 0 at Newcastle. Uh, Tim Baker has been in touch on Twitter uh, asking one of the Roys to rant about people who sit on the aisle seat of a busy train when the window seat is vacant and then, if asked to move up, refuse to sit window side. Oh, 
shit is it? Oh, wow. These people make me sick. <laughs> oh, I can't be doing with it. I don't know when it started. You know, the, the whole thing that people used to do was to sit on the on the window side and and and, and put the put the bag on the on the on the aisle seat. Mm. And they realised then people could just physically move the bag. Or, you know, then they started sitting on the outside seat and just gambling that you're not going to see can you move up or can I get in there and, and they're all getting in the hoof you know well, you know the, the entitlement and people you know you're all paying the same price to get into town well you're not actually that's not true but you, you know <laughs> per mile or whatever if you're getting on later you, you're probably paying more per per mile than, than the person who got on before you and, and yeah, they can still yeah. have the seat I just think these people are fundamentally antisocial. You know, they think they got more right to the seat than you have. Can you imagine? Can you imagine doing that on the bench at Manchester United? Imagine <laughs> sitting there, Alex Ferguson coming out saying, "Sorry, mate, I got my bag on my seat." Imagine what he would have done. Or Eric Cantona, you better, you better hope and pray he doesn't get on your bus with that. You better hope and pray I don't get in your bus with that attitude. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I want to get you know what I would do? You. I'd go studs up on these people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say there's no referee that didn't see it. You know, I know they got CCTV on the buses now, but it's not as good as VAR. You could contest it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not obviously encouraging that, but I'm just telling you, as Roy Keane, that's what I would do: is I'd take matters into my own hands. Give him the Alfie Inger Holland treatment. Yeah. yeah, and then I'd write about it in my book. I'd say he got on the two two six into town, and he was sat there like he owned a double seat. <laughs> oh, and buses these days, you know, they're, they're wider now and, you know, they've adapted to the changing shape of the British population and you got Wi-Fi and your USB ports and everything. Yeah, everyone's got plenty of space. There's no need. And, and the people who let other people stand up and other people who pretend to be asleep. Or, oh, sorry, mate, I didn't see you there. Well, I've been stood here staring at you, mate. <laughs> I tell you, everyone else has noticed me because they're quivering. Some people are starting to film it. They think this is going to go wholesale. You didn't notice me. The cheek of it. The cheek of it. That's what drives me mad. Why, you know, be a good passenger. Sit, window side, and, and maybe have a nice smile on your face and say, welcome to the bus, have a seat. Let's, is there anything you want to talk about today? Oh, you know, maybe not. You want to listen to you. I hope you got headphones for that thing because if you start playing loud music on it, me and you are going to fall out. In fact, you know what? Sod people. I don't want them sitting next to me. I'm on the side of the people who sit on the aisle side. Oh. Other people. Matt, other people. i got to tell you, they drive me mad. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Palace winning 2-0 at Man City. No one predicted that. Well, who would have thought person. a Gallagher? Would sink Manchester oh, City. Oh yes! Give oh. us a bit. Give us a bit of mole. Come on. Right. I had no idea. Right. <laughs> you know, I was watching. I was listening to rock and roll. You know, football at the time. And I heard. You know, Gallagher ruins afternoon for City. And I thought, yeah. I can't believe our kid was there. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Usually when we ruin an afternoon, you know what I mean? We're turning it up in the dressing room. You know what I mean? Oh yes. But, Love you know, it. I can't believe it. You know, he scored, by the way, the ball he yeah. scored with, I yeah. borrowed off Johnny Marr, right? Always involved Johnny Marr. And a goal in our Glory Hunters game. Ah! Oh, is there? Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. 
Wait, 40. Who, who is it? Let me. It takes me ages County to get down to the County have scored. Notts County are winning. In a major, giant felling. Away I, at top of the table, Grimsby. Top of the table, Grimsby. I can't believe it. What an afternoon of football this is. Notts County, we, our support has helped the mighty pies. Ruben Rodriguez in the 90th minute. What oh. a result for the pies. Rock and Roll Football. Podcast done. Well, what a podcast and what a treat to bring that to you, folks. And if you're on the bus, shift over. If you listen to this on the bus, if you listen to this yes. on the bus, tweet us at R&R Football. Yeah, Say, I'm listening on the bus. Over. I've just seen Roy Keane. <laughs> menacing. Just very menacing today. Very right? strange things to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dyson, Dyson, have a great week. Yeah, and you, and you. I know we don't uh, often do you... say that to each other, but I, well, I really I mean, hope. I, I can't believe what weeks. happened after we had a drink after the show last Saturday. I still can't get over you meeting the Housewives of Beverly Hills cast well, in that restaurant. So Amazing. imagine what may happen today. Exactly. Go out there and take destiny by the hand, the horns, horns, the horns. The the yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. But in a COVID-safe way. Yes, yes, true. Take the bull by the horns, wearing gloves, and then thoroughly wash your hands for, what is it, two minutes while singing the National Anthem or whatever it is. Yes, that's the way. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Bye.